RMIT University and SIN Media acknowledges the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands we have recorded this series. All contributors to this podcast would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi, and welcome to the New to Melbourne podcast. If you're listening, there's a good chance you'll be in Melbourne soon and gearing up to study. My name is Kevin. And my name is Brooke, and we're here to guide you through this podcast series. This series shares experiences from students providing an international and local perspective to help you have the best start to your study journey. This episode was co-produced by Jason March, Nabs Adnan, and Mingdi Lee. We hope that you find this series both informative and enjoyable. Today, the host for this episode is Nabs Adnan. Our guest is Darren Lee, research scientist and former student and also the founder of Settled Services. They focus on how to prepare before you leave your home country and share helpful tips regarding what to pack in your suitcase, what to expect from Melbourne culture, and how to make the most out of your time here. Here they are now. Hello everyone, uh, so my name is Darren Lee, I am from Malaysia, I've been to Melbourne for six years now, so I used to be an international student for the past three years, so I've graduated with a Bachelor of Science, majored in Microbiology and Immunology, and I am work as a research scientist. I've also founded um, Settled Services, it's, it's a company that actually helps international students to get settled in Melbourne if they're here for the very first time. Amazing, wow, good stuff. Well, wow, you've been here in Melbourne for quite some time, haven't you? Yes, I have, good so old six you... years, yeah. So six years ago, let's let's rewind back. Let's go back to when you first oh. before before you even arrived in Melbourne. What you've got your um your COE, you've got your yep. you've got you know you're coming to Melbourne. What's the first thing you did? Oh, funny thing you must ask. Actually, so the first thing, so after getting my COE, I was actually a bit lost because I did not know, you know, I've never been overseas, especially to Australia. So it was actually my first time um, flying to Australia with my mom. And none of us have actually been to Australia before. So, and funny thing is that I have no seniors nor friends who actually have been here. So a lot of it was much of myself where I had to do my own research and stuff like that online. So I think it was a bit in like um, intimidating because I literally have to go into a land where I don't know anyone and start all over again. Um, so my first step was actually I had to Google and see what are the lists to bring to, uh, to Melbourne, what are things that I cannot bring? So I remember my mom telling me, hey, you know, we got to get you um, rice cooker. We got to get you a bolster. We got to get you everything. But I'm like, mom, I don't think we need all those things. Yeah. So, um, and but what I actually brought here to Melbourne was um, I brought my bantal busu. In, that's in a really yeah. word, which means uh, our smelly own pillow, where, yeah. you know, it's a pillow from home. I brought my own sort of uh, comforter. I brought my own, I did not bring my bolster along although it's something that you know I would consider bringing now that yeah, I come yeah, to think yeah. of it um, my own stationaries I know stationaries are quite expensive here mm. yeah so these are the couple of things that I actually brought over with me um, when I first arrived in Melbourne yeah out of, out of all those things which is ones do you think are the top three essentials maybe or like things that international students should bring like you yep. said yourself stationaries are quite expensive mm-hmm. uh, and your mom bless her heart said to bring a rice cooker <laughs> I'm pretty sure like all of us can relate they, they want right. us to like they don't want us to, they don't want us to suffer they're like oh our little child protects you of course <laughs> yeah so what are the things that you think international students should bring our essential like um, I don't know like mm-hmm. clothing maybe or the thing I find it here because you know all these kind of different type of 
pens that I sort of used back in high school and stuff. You can't find it here. They've mm-hmm. got various different sort of stationers, and it's a bit on the pricier side. So I always recommend people bring you know some sort of like um, the A4 notebook and all that kind of stuff. So that that is something that I would personally recommend yep. to bring. And I think thirdly, definitely your own comforter and stuff because that's really important to make you feel like home. I've I mean at times you know you do feel like you're away from home, you're down, you just miss the comfort of your own home mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Especially when um, the comfort that I had had the smell of home because of the you know type of uh, detergent yeah. that we use back home and stuff like that. So with that still there, I think that, that gives you a bit of comfort to know that, hey, you know, it, you, no matter where you roam, you're still at home because yeah. you've still got that scent of home and stuff like that. So I think these are the top three things that I'll definitely recommend people to bring. You're listening to the New to Melbourne podcast. That was Nab speaking with Darren from Settled Student Services. For those of you arriving from overseas, packing is one major consideration to focus on before departing. Before we return to Darren and Nabs, we want to emphasise that it is very important to remember that Australia has strict laws about what food and natural products can be brought into the country. A good way to remember this rule is to be aware and declare. This means that be aware of what is allowed and declare anything you're unsure of at the gate. Now, you might have heard the phrase Melbourne is like four seasons in one day due to its ever-changing weather conditions, but what else can you expect from Melbourne as a place? We now return to Nabs and Darren discussing what Melbourne is really like as Darren recalls his first impressions after arriving. All right, so... You're here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, you've touched down. What was your first experience like when you got here? Yep. Um, I think the minute I landed, I, w- I was actually very nervous. Um, did not know what to expect when I first came to Melbourne. Um, the first thing I saw was, oh my God, very strict immigration custom offices. <laughs> uh, I was with my mom and thank God, I think we got through that. Then when we went out, oh my God, it is cold. Even though it was spring, it was very, very cold. I remember I see a whole line of uh, cabs that were waiting for people. And there were also the sky bus, I think, mm-hmm. that was very useful because it's literally a bus that actually transports people from the airport and it brings you straight to Southern Cross Station. So, but you know, being here for the first time, we were carrying a lot of luggages. I don't think the sky bus would fit us. Yeah. So literally, we took a cab, went over to uh, my mom's friend's place, which was literally an hour away from the city. So I think trying to travel, why, what, what I first saw was how clean Melbourne is or how beautiful you know, Melbourne is. And I think from postcards or even, you know, when I Googled Melbourne, it really looked like that on Google Pictures. Not As you can tell, some you know, some Google Pictures might not be real, but... When, when I travel in that cab and I looked out, oh my God, it's beautiful. And I think that is why Melbourne lives up to its name of, you know, second most livable city. You can see it's, it's they, they really keep nature. They, the people are so cultured and stuff. Like even the taxi driver who was in a car with us, literally he was just saying like, oh, welcome to Melbourne. How are you? And things like that. And it really, you know, they, they, it is from another human to another. They really care about you. And I think one of, um, then I remember going out the car, uh, there was something, that, it was actually literally a bin, um, bin truck thing that it's like a garbage truck mm-hmm. and really that it was just so amazing because you know coming from Malaysia there will be people sort of throwing the garbage into the garbage truck yeah. but over here they line up all the garbage trucks and it's, re- it's divided into recycle and all that kind of stuff and literally it they it, it's done manually by the garbage truck and I was like wow it's not something that you see it often from mm-hmm. day to day so 
Yeah. It, I think that's something that um, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's just amazing. And people here are so friendly. They ask yeah. you, "Hey, how's your day? How's it going?" And things like yeah. that. You know, and, and and it's just amazing. It just brightened up their day. So that yeah. that was something that I, you know, from my experience when I first came to Melbourne, that that was how it was. Yeah. So you're all packed, you've taken the long journey, and now you want to know what Melbourne is like as a culture. You might be thinking, what am I in for? Will I experience culture shock? Darren reflects on this. That's something I have. But I think a lot of people also talk about culture shock. Um, yes. But I don't think culture shock is a huge thing here in Melbourne. reason why this, you know, in, in uh, Melbourne is now growing as a very diverse, com- like, pop community. I think in a city, you can see a lot of Asians, you see a lot of Australians, you know, Africans. Everyone come together. And, and I think Melbourne... Um, has literally lived up to its name of being second, you know, most livable city on earth. So I think with the diversity here, people are actually more open-minded. And, you know, I think a lot of students who have not been here, especially coming from Asian countries, they tend to worry, will I be discriminated? Just because sometimes, you know, English is not my first language or, you know, I'm of uh, a different skin colour and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think worry not because Melbourne itself, it's literally so populated with diverse community. You know, you you get friends from different races and stuff like that. And you get such supportive lecturers um, and community here who will literally, you know, d- don't see you as of a different colour, but actually see you as a person. And I think that's the beauty of Melbourne, you know, where you get, you know, people supporting each other. And it, there's just so many events going on. And it's that multicultural event that you actually see, especially in Federation Square. And I think, mm, yes. you know, with Malaysian events, they've got the African event. They've literally got everything here. And so, you know, the vibrancy of uh, of the city of Melbourne would be something that, you know, I think will, will, will keep us going. And I think over time, you just need to give yourself some time to settle in. And I think come the like first semester down, you're pretty much sorted. Yeah, great points. I definitely agree with you on that because mm. especially here in RMIT, there's such a diverse culture here. Like, yeah. yeah, I've met everyone from different backgrounds, different cultures, different countries. And even if you're feeling alone, like if there's so many clubs and societies for mm-hmm. you, yep. like we're Malaysian, there's the yep. RMIT University Malaysian Association. Yep. We have the Vietnamese Students Association, um, the Indonesians, Indonesian Student Association. So literally there's a thing for everyone uh, so you are definitely not alone. There's so many ways to make friends, um, and just also get out there and like experience different cultures. Like of course, it's that's the that's the beauty of Melbourne, like you said. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely definitely amazing. Of course, yep. That's right. There is so much in Melbourne to see and do, and many ways to make your time at RMIT enriching. And indeed, our forthcoming episodes will explore this. Now, Darren and Nabs want to share with you their best advice on how to make the most out of your time while you study in Melbourne. Um, any last general advice or tips for the listeners out here who are about to come to Melbourne for probably the very first time, probably stepping out of the country for the very first time? Yeah, so I think that's... Uh, so, you know, for those who are coming here for the very first time, I would say definitely, you know, in, in a country where... It, 
freedom of, there's freedom of speech there is literally you know you're, you're liberal to do anything so really step out there step out of your comfort zone join as many clubs and societies meet as many especially networking in this era that we live in networking is the most important you know skill that you should have and you know it, it, a lot of students come here um we tend to yes we want to be able to enjoy three years of undergraduate life and then sort of worry about that later but when you come to the second or third year that's when you start worrying about jobs and mm. jobs especially has been a big issue for international students here. One thing, yes, visa. What what sort of visa? You have to think about what sort of visa can we get after graduating? You know, a lot of us will ten- tend to go to temporary graduate visa where we get to stay on here for two years and then, um, you know, sort of get working experience and stuff like that. But there are a couple of friends who applied for that. But because they, don't, they lack that networking skill, they don't get jobs. And within six months, they pack and they go home and they feel devastated or disappointed about it whereas there are some people who are out there who network so much but sometimes they too can't find a job because there's not that you know there's just too much there's no focus there but i say give it that balance you know make sure you have that i think australia is good for that you know study life study work life balance where you know you study but also join clubs and societies network and have that balance so be good academically but also be good with sort of like that networking skill and have that extracurricular activity. I think with this balance, um, employer will tend to see, oh yeah, you know, you, you participated in um, A, B, C, D. So a lot of employers, I, I feel like they do look at your grades for a certain extent. It's important that you pass all your subjects, but it's also important of who you are as a person. So I mean, building that soft skill, you know, and, and, and that soft skill really, I cannot stress how important it can it it is to guarantee you a job right after graduation. So I think a, a lot of um agents, educational agents here who actually help out with internships and stuff like that would tell you resume is important, um you know and um interview is important. But what they always tend to forget is you as a person. Like you know, are you suited for the role based on your personality? Because at the end of the day, when you work in a company, it all comes down to fitting into the culture. It comes down to community how you can communicate with your bosses, with your colleagues and stuff. You don't want to go into a company and you'll feel awkward and feel like, oh, you know, I can't fit in. You'll feel very sad about it. So it's just really, you know, you, that as, as you join clubs, um, step out of your comfort zo- zone as well. So it's that network and rapport that you build that will eventually get you a career. So I say, especially to those who want to come to Melbourne, um, definitely it's good to enjoy three years of uni. You should enjoy. Yep, get out of your comfort yep. zone. Do what you're passionate about because that is the time where you can actually do whatever you want fall pick yourself up and then do it again and and that's the beauty of us being in our 20s especially you know when yeah. we come and study so and, and that's the thing like but also have that thought of what is it after you graduate what do you do that that sort of job opportunity so it, it's good to start early and then no sort of plan ahead and know what you want to do basically Thank you so much for being here with us today, Darren. Um, Amazing tips and wonderful stories that you've told us. And yeah, we hope that you found all this information and tips helpful. We hope you enjoy your stay here in Melbourne and hope you have a great time at RMIT. So we'll see you at the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Nabs signing out. This podcast was edited and produced by Rebecca Macasa. Music used passport via purple planet music and open flames by blue dot sessions via free music archive you can be a part of this podcast project too we would love to hear your stories so if you have any tips to share please get in contact by checking the program notes 
Don't forget to share this series with your friends and press the subscribe button to be the first to hear upcoming episodes. For more podcasts and scene content, head to syn.org.au.